4: This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelp at or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com.
2: Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here until 11 o'clock, and we were on with Dorothy, who was trying to receive some sort of file from somebody, and nobody can open the file. Are there still there, Dorothy? I am. Um, so when you uh, added that little bit of information, it changed the whole thing because if all of your devices can't open this file, right. it's not you. It's them. Whoever is sending the file needs to include better instruction as to how to open it because however they're encoding it, however they're producing it, is in a format you cannot read. And our our theory is, as we were talking off air, is that they, they switched to an open office or some free um, uh, Linux-based. Yeah, editor, document editor system, which we don't begrudge them. That's great. Fine mm-hmm. with us. But they need to tell you guys what you need to do to open the file. If it's all of your devices, it's it's the person sending's problem, not yours, if you can't read it.
3: Okay. The other thing is, is everyone doesn't have this problem. There are some other people in the group. Sure. But when someone re- I, last month, what I did is I asked one of my friends if she would forward the attachments she received, and I received them fine. So she received them, yeah, and then when she sent them to me, I received them. So, well, that's that interesting. Was very strange. That
2: is very strange. But could your could your husband open the file or yes. no?
3: Yeah, well, once she resent it. Oh,
2: it's almost like another
3: person sent what they had received. Yeah. Then we were both able to open
2: them. I wonder if when that person opened the file, she then resaved it or something in a format that was more current. Because if the file format didn't change, you shouldn't have been able to receive it. So that person that forwarded to you changed the file format, I suspect. Okay. It is not you. It's them. It's whoever's sending that file needs to do a better job of explaining what format they're using um, <laughs> because they're, obviously it's not a good choice. Whatever change, whatever change they made affected everybody. Yeah. So
3: we have open DNS we have open DNS and I didn't think I nope, didn't know if that was the
2: nope, problem. Nope. Nope. Open DNS is just a nice just think of Open DNS as a as a highway that's maintained perfectly with no potholes, nice and smooth. <laughs> There's no problem has nothing to do with anything else other than it's a nice place. There's no off ramps to the bad areas of the internet. That's all open DNS is. <laughs> all right. Okay. It doesn't do anything to anything else. Okay.
3: I'll, I'll check out with her. But uh, yeah. the other question I had was about the cloud. I didn't realize I was even using the cloud until they said my, my all my space was almost over. In your and email? That, yeah. Right. So I wasn't even sure, but I checked, and it is almost over. And if I, sh- I shut everything off of the cloud, will that affect anything to do with streaming or anything?
2: Well, streaming is from the cloud. When you stream something, it's from Netflix or from anywhere else that's coming from the cloud.
3: So if I shut off the drive, then I won't be able to use that.
2: If you're streaming from that drive, you will not. Okay. So you either have to decide to pay for whatever That's you're using much. or change your approach. Or delete stuff. Or delete stuff, yeah. Yeah,
3: I, I deleted a lot of photos. It didn't make a big difference. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, a lot of times they, uh, they kind of do a bait and switch on you. They try to get you into the cloud, and then they hit you once you put your stuff up there.
3: I didn't want anything up there actually. <laughs> yeah. No,
2: probably backed up there on what kind of cloud is it, Dorothy? What are you talking about?
3: It's just the iCloud.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're backing up your phone to save it from itself so that if you ever lost your phone, your pictures are backed up. But they're gonna only do it for free up to a certain point and then they want you to pay them.
3: Yeah. Okay. Well thank you so much for your help. We sure love your show.
2: Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> Our pleasure.
3: Okay. Stay right. warm. <laughs> you too. Bye-bye. Right, bye bye. Bye
2: bye. All right, let's move on to Larry in my hometown of Southington. What's going on, Larry?
3: How are you doing?
2: Doing fine.
1: Very really good. I wasn't listening or I didn't write down a couple of weeks ago when you were talking about the best free uh, antivirus malware program.
2: The best free one? Um, the best free one to start with is to not get malware in the first place, and by doing that, you use the free open DNS service. Okay. So start there. Make sure yeah. you're, you've got that implemented in your computer. It's free, and the instructions are fairly simple. And then, okay. if you do get hit with malware, to remediate it, we we do recommend Malwarebytes as a remediation tool. You can download okay. it for free. I that. Yep. And then, if you want to pay, pay for quality antivirus software, we do recommend Webroot.
1: Okay, I thought you would recommend uh, something other. Uh, I I happen to happen to see this thing uh, that was on there recommended Total AV three.
2: Never heard of that, and we wouldn't have recommended that.
1: Okay, no, I, I know that wasn't it, but I, I just did run across that and I thought something about. You no, know, is OpenDNS does that affect my? Uh, does that affect my uh, Firefox?
2: No, one only in a positive way. It, it, it's a much faster way to browse the internet. It's a fast DNS service and a clean one, much more more safe than if you use the cable provider or your your uh, internet provider's DNS services. I see. So it's okay. it's a, it's a I'm using Cox. right. So Cox has got more of a wide open DNS. If you implement Open DNS, you'll now be on a much safer internet connection. Uh, you're still using their connection. <laughs> I have a hardest okay. time trying to give you a good analogy, but it's a nice, clean, safe internet highway that you can even secure further with your. Ki- if you have kids in the house and you want to block porn, you want to block the things you'd yeah. want to block on an Internet service, you can use OpenDNS to do that. So anybody who comes into your network, whether smartphones, their iPads, or whatever, they will have to succumb to your Internet rules. And also, they'll benefit from your Internet service because it'll be much safer than if you just ran naked on the Internet without this tool in place.
1: Okay, so if I put in OpenDNS, that doesn't affect anything else that's that's currently working in my, on my computer.
2: Correct. It's just a safer way to surf, and it doesn't do anything okay. other than keep you in a safer place. You'll you'll greatly reduce your chances of getting malware.
1: Okay. And I uninstall um, um, the Microsoft uh, what was it, Defender?
2: Yeah, and you can buy WebRoot. Yep. Okay. The Defender is equivalent to WebRoot. Defender is an antivirus. You tool.
5: don't uninstall Defender, you just disable it, because yeah. it's integrated okay. into the
2: OS. Yeah, built in.
1: Thank you very much, guys.
2: You're welcome, Larry. Bye bye. All right. So, yeah, it's, I, I, I know I would probably say this over and over and over and over again, but when you're on the internet, you need a better way to surf. And using OpenDNS, it's free. And yes, you're the commodity, but in this case, there's nothing that they're gaining from it other than hoping you use it for their business. That uh, total AV he brought up. Yeah. That's. Uh... Has a list
5: price of ninety nine dollars and ninety five cents for one license.
2: Yikes! And we've never heard of it.
5: And it's more expensive than dozens of other ones, including Zonalon, ESAT, Not Thirty Two, which goes for under th- forty bucks each. Right. And we recommend Webroot. Webroot. <coughs> and Web and, and just, uh,
2: for our clients, that's two bucks a month. <laughs> it costs them twenty four bucks a year a seat. So never heard of this other thing. Don't. I wouldn't recommend using it. Um, we're very, very happy to recommend WebRoot. We're going to step out for a quick break. We have two lines open for you guys. Feel free to get online. Um, uh, Marguerite and Don, hang on. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessio will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. So stick around for that. Let's go right to your calls. We're going to go to Marguerite in Farmington first. Hey, Marguerite, what's up?
0: Hi, thanks for taking my call. Sure. I have my computer open here, Mm -hmm. and I can't do a thing with it. Mm. I'm trying to get on my email. I press the little blue e-button, and nothing happens. I press the window in the corner, and nothing happens. And yesterday, I didn't even have the icons on the bottom. Oh, boy. Yeah.
2: Have you rebooted your machine? I assume. Uh,
0: yes. I shut it. It was shut off all last night.
2: So you brought it up this morning, and this is what it's presenting to you.
0: Yeah. At least this morning, I have the icons on the bottom.
2: But nothing's working. It's completely frozen. Yes. Or, or can you move your mouse at least?
0: I can move the mouse. But yes. That's
2: it. All right. Yeah. And then bef- and when
0: I first tried the E button, it did come up. Yeah. On the internet came up, and I typed in yahoo.com, and then zero, nothing happened, nothing. and now I don't even have, I don't even
2: have that. Okay, so you're in a, you're in a world of hurt right now. Pressing an E, is this an E machine? Not pressing an E, a little E in the bottom corner, the oh, yeah, Internet cool. Explorer okay, with a little I halo gotcha. over it. Um, I'm thinking, Margaret, your machine is quitting on you. Uh, how old is it?
0: Oh my God, it's only three, four, five years old, and how do we use it?
2: Three, four, five. Six, seven,
0: eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Probably well, five. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm not sure, but I rarely use it. It's a laptop.
2: Yeah. So unfortunately, it's not. It's not the uh, mileage where it comes. It does, It is the age. Uh, what happens is eventually something hits it, or something causes, or something breaks. Um, uh, five-year-old systems have, you know, a tendency. I would recommend that you bring it to somebody to look at it if you if you feel it's young enough or worth repairing. But it, to me, I think you've got a, some sort of failure. A hard drive failure is occurring. Um, you've got a RAM failure. Uh, it's not overheating because you hardly use it. Uh, no. so But you should bring it to somebody, take a peek at it. But do not spend too much money on it if it's in that five-year range as a laptop. Is that what you said it was? Yes. Mm-hmm. If you get three years out of a laptop, you should be happy.
0: Really? Yep.
2: Six years out of a computer, three years out of a laptop is what our recommendations are. Um, beyond that, it's gravy.
0: Okay. So, I guess we better go shopping.
2: Well, don't go shopping yet. You can uh, bring it to uh, Staples. They've got a desk there. You can have them take a quick peek at it for you and see mm-hmm. if they if they concur that there's something failing yeah, on it. Don't
5: pay uh, too much, what would you say, like 50 bucks? 50 or something? 50 bucks
2: for a diagnosis of some kind uh-huh. uh, on that age of a machine because if it's five years old, you're definitely due for a new laptop if it's a if it's a, that old.
5: So if they okay. come back and say, you know, it's like 150 bucks or 200 bucks to repair,
0: mm-hmm. you could just
5: put that into the cost of a new one.
0: Right. Of a new, yes.
5: Rather than spend good money after bad. Right.
2: But that does sound like a hardware failure to me, Marguerite.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much.
2: Yeah, sorry for the bad news.
0: Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. Okay, bye-bye. bye-bye.
2: Yeah, it's kind of a problem. Uh, when it comes to some, you have to weigh the value of the repair of the aged machine, just like a car. Funny you should say that. I got a bunch of boys in college, and they've got some. We got some junker cars for them to go from point A to point B. I got a price to repair a muffler on one of my son's cars, which is about nine years old. We just want it to last two more years. Seventeen hundred dollars is what they wanted to. They want to replace the entire yeah, whole shooting system. match. But I found this amazing. Uh, repair shop, 450. He cut the rusty uh, flanges off, welded on the the correct ones. He's like, Eric, you're good to go, and he was right. You saved me 1,300 dollars. That's good service.
5: Well, see, but you got to shop around. You can't take the first place you go to.
2: Right, and see, for me, repairing a car is like for you guys repairing a computer. I know nothing. I can't. You wouldn't want me to change the oil in the car. It won't wouldn't work anymore. Heck, changing a tire is risky uh you know who knows how I'll put the wheel on it'll be wobblier I'm not that handy so to find this this uh repair shop is like gold and and uh and man <laughs> they saved me a lot of money and it works beautifully so same thing with laptops or or PCs you don't want to spend too much money on them let's go on if they're that old let's go on to uh Donald in New Hartford next Donald what's up hello hey
4: Oh, okay. Uh, I have a problem uh, with uh, devices connecting to the Internet through the Wi-Fi router. All right. Okay, so what happens is I have kids, too, and they're trying to connect and do their homework, and mm-hmm. they come screaming down the stairs it's not connected.
2: Ugh, isn't that fun?
4: Oh, it's a blast.
2: How old's your router?
4: Uh, it's probably, like, three years old. It's a Netgear 6400 okay so, so it's I not too bad it didn't no, work yeah. up until like two weeks ago when all this all these things started happening yeah so then I do the login to the router and sure enough it's showing a certain amount of devices connected yep so I go back and the phones weren't connecting it, it was sporadic so okay. I go into the phone IP address it's uh, giving me an IP address of 175 for some reason
2: mm, that's not good are you out of IP oh, address public?
4: So that looks, and it's nowhere close to what the router's IP address no. is, of course.
2: Your DHCP service on that router has gone kaflooey on you. Have you rebooted the router?
4: Oh, many times.
2: Uh, okay. so, so then
4: when I go into the device and I switch it over to static and type in 192.168, it can...
2: Ooh, you there, Don?
4: Yes, I'm still here.
2: You left for a second. <clears throat> so it connects when you do that? It connects when I put it to static. So your DHCP so service is definitely not working What I so would well.
5: do is go in, when you go uh, log into your router... Right. Go, go up to the maintenance thing, and um, theoretically, you should be able to check and see if you have a firmware update mm. available for it. Oh
4: yes, I updated the firmware too.
2: You okay. did. So you did Same.
4: Then, right, and then I have a wired uh, Epson printer. Yeah. Which wasn't showing up on here too.
2: Because it's not getting an IP address. That's correct.
4: But so it's wired directly into the Wi-Fi.
2: Doesn't oh, doesn't not? matter. The same device is giving out the IP address.
4: Oh, the same uh, Wi-Fi router is. Yep. Okay, That's and now, your traffic of course, everything's connected, right?
2: Oh, right now, now it works?
4: Oh, yeah, of course it works now Now that I'm on the phone. I mean, it worked uh, probably yesterday is when everything started to connect.
2: I think your DNS server within that router is not working so well. Um, so you, you think it. it's
4: the router and not the modem?
2: The modem has nothing to do with it. Your modem is okay. the, is in front of the router just giving you Internet service. Your router is handing out IP addresses. IP addresses. Are you sure there's no other device in your network that your kids brought over, handing out IP addresses.
4: Well, you know what I thought it might have been is an iPod or iPad hotspot that was doing something.
2: Yep, that could With, do it. Really? Yeah, oh, because okay, it's going to hand my, out. It'll hand so, out IP addresses.
4: Okay, because I was uh, I'm in bed going to sleep and I, I wake up. I go, you know what? It might be a hotspot thing. Yeah. So uh-huh. I, up the stairs, you know, Michelle, can your iPad do a hotspot? Yes. Okay, well, turn it off. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that could well, be. That it. would do it. Anything else handing out IP addresses could be in in you know kind of banging into the other device handing out IP addresses. Now that could do it. I think also though that your d your that DHCP server is failing in that router, and you may need to replace it. If you already did the things that we recommended by updating the firmware.
4: Yes, I did update
2: yeah. the DNS settings in
5: under your DHCP or on your router. Are they like two dot six seven dot two 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 dot two 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 and 208.67.220.220.
2: Yeah, he's what, how would I? When you're, you, when you're in there.
5: When you're logged in and you look around and it'll say DNS1, DNS2, possibly DNS3.
2: He wants you okay. to be on OpenDNS.
5: Correct, yes. And it'll get away from whether you have Comcast or Frontier or whoever. Right.
2: But that wouldn't relate necessarily to your problem
4: yeah it looks like it's it's not getting the uh the right i p addresses when they log into the router
2: at all right it's it
4: just get and it's just not recognizing it and then I don't see it right and if you turn off the device and turn it back on it's gonna look for uh another i p address being sent to it and it's not
2: getting it well it's getting you're getting internet obviously can you surf from the router when you go to the the main utilities tool can you go ahead and do a search a surf uh can you test your connection <laughs>
4: Oh, when I go into the connections, it looks like it tests fine.
2: Okay, so you're getting to the internet. The so rogue DHCP server is my uh, yeah something else like, Something else is hanging out, handing out IPs, is what he's telling you. Or you've got a problem with that router.
4: Okay, because you know, even the Roku said, "Yes, I'm connected to the router, but no, I'm not connected to the internet."
2: Because it's not giving you a, a routable IP. Right. It's giving you. And that,
4: then I go upstairs and I plug in the uh, the Fire Stick that's on the same TV. Yeah. I come downstairs. Now it sees the Roku. Hmm. Now it sees both.
2: You got yeah, you got some other DHCP services ha- happening within your ha- home or your your router needs to be replaced.
4: Okay, so the easiest
2: fix would be the router. It would be the it would be yes, uh, if that's the problem. If you still have a rogue in there, it's not going to solve it. <laughs> yeah, if you put in well, a new happens, router and
5: you have exactly. the same problem, you still so got the, a rogue. The
4: software, the firmware is updated, everything's yep. updated. Right now it's seeing everything. Yeah. But who knows? If it doesn't in the future, more than likely it would be the router.
2: That's what not. I'm that's what I'm thinking.
4: Cuz I was thinking maybe
2: the modem's old, but the that's modem's not in really front matter. of it. No, modem doesn't care. Modem's in front of it. As long okay. as you're not getting Wi-Fi from the modem too, like some of these cable providers throw Wi-Fi throw Wi-Fi on their modem. Oh no, this
4: one isn't that. Okay. It's an older modem, it doesn't have any antennas or anything
2: like that. Okay. So yeah, it's I think it's your router. Okay. All right then. All right, thank you very much. Yeah, good luck. Let us know what happens. Okay. Bye. All, right, bye. all right, let's quickly go on to, before we have a break here, Norma in Ellington. Hey, Norma.
6: Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? I'm all right. I have a couple questions.
2: All right, we, we have a hard break coming up in a couple minutes, so go ahead and answer ask your okay. questions.
6: Um, my husband is a techie guy. I'm Well, sort of, and I'm not at all. Mm-hmm. He told me he put OpenDNS on my uh, Windows 7 machine. Nice and when i go on to the internet it still says google is, is that all right or
2: that's all right yeah all right. i trust your okay. husband if you want to know if it actually <laughs> if you want to know if it's actually on there you want to surf over to is it internetbadguys.com or the internetbadguys.com i never knew off the top of my head um, hang on okay
0: good i could try both
2: well i don't want you to go to a bad site <laughs> actually we did actually link it last week um, on Computer Talk with Tab. So if you go over to our site at Computer Talk with Tab. We can't go there. Oh, we can't even test it, right, because there's, there's probably a filter here at, at uh, WTIC. Oh, it's a Tab filter. Well, my husband can go there on his
6: Linux, can he?
2: Yeah, yeah. So go over to ComputerTalkWithTab.com and go look at the, the notes there. It'll talk about if you, you how you test to see if OpenDNS is in play. Okay. All right. It All actually right. Is, It's actually InternetBadGuys.com. And if it is, okay. you'll get a block from OpenDNS saying you can't go there. It's not safe. And you're going to say, like, hey, honey, you did it right. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
6: The other question I have, we got a bug. We took it to Kaplan from, I don't know if I can say that.
2: Whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and okay. what did they do? They fixed it?
6: They fixed it. And then, but they also took. Um,
2: we have a heartbreak, Norma. Let, let, let me Let me uh, pick you up after the news, okay? Okay. All right. Hang on one sec. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Chalk with Tab. We're going to be here at 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. They're all jammed up right now, but uh, when the line frees up, feel free to hop on. and will go back to Norma quickly in Ellington. Uh, so, Norma, you had something done to your system, and what happened?
6: Well, they took the bad things. I clicked on some email and, and got a, a, a virus. Yeah. So they took that off. Yep. But they also took off um, micro, uh, Microsoft Security Essentials.
2: Okay, and did they, and they sell put, you something?
6: They put a vast on, just the free a
2: mm. Yeah. So it's a start. They're, they're what, trying. What, go ahead. What should we have? I like Webroot. I'm. Uh, this free stuff is not good enough anymore. Um, what now, is, what nowadays. is it that you're? Saying? Web, W E B R O O T. Webroot. Okay. And. Uh, it's a better, it's a better antivirus. We use it across our client base uh, with great success. And uh, you've already got OpenDNS on your system, which is step one. Step two is a better antivirus product. And then step okay. three, unfortunately, step three is something you really can't get yourself, which is is uh, security awareness training. We, <laughs> we unfortunately we can't do that for you, but we do offer it for our clients. In that you you need to be kind of trained on what you can and cannot click on when it comes to email, because that's what got you into trouble, right? Right. Yeah. And unfortunately, that security awareness training is not uh, not that cheap. And um, the, the rule of thumb that I tell you, though, Norma, is to not trust anything, period, coming in your email ever. Ever. I don't care if it came from me. Don't okay. open it. Don't trust it. Email is not a trustworthy method of – of uh, opening any attachments whatsoever, period, from anybody you trust, whether it be Amazon, Apple, uh, FedEx, UPS, telling you something's coming in your mail. Don't trust it. It is a trick, most likely. Um, you need to use closed-loop systems uh, by using the apps that come along with those services so that the app that comes from UPS or FedEx or Amazon, if you're going to get a package delivered, shows you that the package was delivered rather than having somebody send you an email saying, a package was delivered, click here for more information, or, or your order has come, and you're like, I didn't order anything. What the heck are they trying to do? They're just trying to get you to click on it.
6: Right. Well, when we get things like that, I have my husband open them.
2: Oh, okay, you make him take the fall.
6: Well, he's running Linux. and
2: Oh, yeah, he thinks he's uh, immune, huh?
6: Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's not, but don't do it. Um, He, he shouldn't open them either. And they're all tricks. You can't trust any of it. Um, you need to browse to the to the site or realize that it's a trick. And that's hard to do I know, but uh, without okay. without proper training. But that's the that's the last step to this. You've got open right. DNS, you've got good antivirus, last step is web, training.
0: If,
6: now where do we get Webroot?
2: Just go to www.webroot.com, and you can okay. buy it online.
6: Okay, so we do have to pay for it.
2: Sadly you do. But in this Sadly. day and age, it is the year of twenty nineteen. Free antivirus has been around since crazy John McAfee. It's time to finally pay for it to protect yourself. Otherwise, the alternative is paying an IT guy like us to try to get your data back. And if you have got thousands of dollars to give to us, we'll take it. But it's a lot cheaper than two bucks a month.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you'll take it. I would take it too. Yeah. Um, The other thing that, one more thing, something that on my computer every time i um, log in yeah it says you know it's got a this file does not have a program associated with it right for performing this action please install a program blah, blah 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 right and i always just click the x cuz i don't know what it is
2: oh so it something happens automatically anything? it comes up automatically it's a pop up that comes up automatically norma or are you clicking on something
6: no it's it Somehow it got into the computer.
2: Yeah, it's a startup issue. Something's trying yeah. to run something automatically, and the file, the the ability to run, it's not there. Thankfully, but it's something is still in your startup causing that. Did the uh did the the company you brought your computer to look at that or no?
6: No, I didn't. I didn't have them look at this because right. it doesn't seem to affect anything.
2: Okay, something's trying to run, and that's a bad I mean, thing.
6: Even if I click OK, one time I clicked OK.
2: It doesn't matter. I it, it, it out. Yeah, it can't it doesn't run. Have
6: the file to run.
2: Right, it can't run. It's just going to be a nuisance. But part of your startup has something that's trying to run something, and so you have that's to go right. to your startup. Now you said your husband's a geek, right? Well, a little bit, yeah. All right, now have Mister Linux look at this. If he goes to his, if you go to your startup, <laughs> have him try to figure out which is what is trying to automatically run, and have him remove it from your startup.
6: Okay.
2: Uh, otherwise, you have, supposed to, have so-
6: to be listening. So. All right. Hopefully he heard that. I'm sure he did. Go to startup and try to remove Try to remove what
2: to we friend. think is automatically kicking off that is not running. Okay. It's a little bit of trial and error there he is to figure out.
6: Okay. All right. Or you well, just like I, ignore like it. Like I said, I'm not a geeky person, but you guys are, and I love you guys. <laughs> Thanks, Norm. I listen all the time. We appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thank you for your help. All
2: right. You t- good luck. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. She's going to move on. Let's move on to Joe in Weathersfield quickly. Hey, Joe, what's up? You there, Thanks Joe? My call. Yeah, sure.
1: Um, I want to install OpenDNS on my home network. Okay. Um, I have uh, Cox for an uh, internet provider, and I have it hardwired to a Linksys EA ninety five hundred for my wireless, and everything in the home is, is pretty much wireless. I had gone to install OpenDNS, but I'm confused as to where
2: it gets installed. It does not technically get installed. Okay. The word "installed" is a bad word. It gets configured. Okay. So when you're going to configure it, you're going to go to the DNS settings, uh, the DHCP settings of that Linksys router. So you want to go 192.168.1. Okay. Oh. whatever your router gateway IP address is through your gotcha. browser. Log in yeah. with a – well, I, I assume you changed your password. It's not admin and blank, right? No, no, it's not. All right, good. Go over to DHCP services and put in those IP addresses, Bob. 208.67.222.222. Okay,
5: and cool then.
1: 208.67.
2: Yep.
5: Dot two two two. Two two.
2: And 208.67.220.220. You want to put that in the DNS. So when you're going to hand out IP addresses, right? You're going to hand out IP addresses to the phones and the computers as one nine two one six eight, but you're going to also hand out the DNS addresses of okay. the, what what you just heard from Bob. That is how you configure OpenDNS on your system. Now, okay. f- to go further, you mm-hmm. you can register your free account, right? Joe at Weathersfield, whatever, yep. so that you can then add additional configurations to keep people off of porn and all the bad stuff you'd want to keep them off of. If you okay. do, using that tool also for free, you have to set up an account so that OpenDNS knows, hey, where's Joe in Weathersfield, and how does he want his system configured? So you then have to put a little IP uh, configurator. So that every time your IP changes from Cox, OpenDNS knows that happens so that it can continue to implement your wishes. Do you follow okay. me on that? I
1: do. Okay. I do. So
2: okay, it's all it's great. all configuration. You're not downloading or installing anything except for that configurator, IP configurator. Device. Okay. You know, just and put you know, it on I, one of your computers that
5: stays on as much as possible.
2: Yeah. Okay. Got it. All right, Joe. Okay, guys. Thank you very much. Yep. Good luck. Take care. Bye. Yep. You too. All right, we're going to step up for a quick break. Joyce, Jack, and Tom, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. Let's get to your calls. You're nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. Go to Joyce in Manchester first. What's up?
7: Uh, good morning, thank you for taking my call. Sure. I'm having a problem getting on the internet. All right. When I make an attempt, I get a screen that says "No internet connection." All right. Then I get a list of choices and I click on Windows Diagnostics. All right. When I do that, it runs it checks, and the only problem that comes up is that, that there is a cable that is either broken or loose. Yep, I have been on my hands and knees, and I have checked every single cable wire. Outlet, you name it, yeah. everything seems to be plugged in properly.
2: Welcome to our world.
7: Okay. What about I the other end?
2: A... So Joyce, you checked your, the end into the computer, right? What oh, about yes. the other end? The end that goes into the wall, or the one that goes into your device?
7: Oh, oh yes, I, I've, I've checked all of those. Yes.
2: Okay. Are um, you are you getting a red X on your
5: down in your system tray on the little thing that looks like a computer?
7: Honestly I never noticed that.
5: That's okay. It's a little tiny red X. Because mm-hmm. if you have no if you have a loose cable or a broken cable. Or a broken cable, that'll show up with a little red X on it.
2: Or you've got a bad network card. And that'll just show your network card is not active and you're not on the internet because of that.
7: Okay. If I have a bad bad network uh, card, mm-hmm. what do I do?
2: Well, how old's the machine? Uh
7: huh. I heard you speaking with a previous mm. caller. Yeah. <laughs> my I have a laptop. It's it's about five and a half years old.
2: Okay, so you're hardwired to it. Do you have wireless in the uh, in your house? Yes. So you can flip on the wireless service. Is that on? Yes. And you're not able to connect with that either. No. Ooh. So now you're back to your your device that's handing out your internet. Can you see wireless networks?
7: Um, yes. As a matter of fact, when I was on the phone with Frontier at one time, the technician that I spoke with, uh, he was walking me through it because they can't take your computer over remotely. He um, was, he had me uninstall everything and then reinstall everything, yeah. and that still didn't help.
2: But he could. You could see other wireless networks in your area.
7: Mm, I think so. So, I yeah, I, I you know I've been around and around with this. And <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, yes, yeah. Well,
2: the key is if you're if you're, if your wire your hard wire the Cat five cable is not connected, your network card could be broken. But mm-hmm. if you can see wireless networks, but you can't see yours, do you know what the what the Joyce network is? Is it is it a generic Frontier address or is it a, is it uh, Joyce's Wi Fi? I
7: think it must be a generic Frontier yeah. address. Yeah.
5: Okay, so if you go down to where your your Frontier router is. Mm-hmm. Somewhere, yeah. And you look on the bottom of it; it's going to give you the the frontier SSID,
2: the network you're supposed to be looking for.
5: That's okay. the network you're looking for, okay. and then it's going to give you their passphrase. You want to write that down, or take your smartphone, take a picture of it, or something, so right. that you you have it. And then, from your computer, look on the little wireless uh, pizza. indicator. It's like
2: a half a pizza. Pe- it's like a pizza slice.
5: Quarter pizza. Yeah. Yeah. So when you click on that, you should see that SSID that matches the Frontier one that you have. Right. Mm -hmm. If you click on that, click connect, then it's going to ask you to put in the passphrase, which will be on that little sticker on the bottom of your Frontier device. device. Mm -hmm. So you enter that in and you click connect. And you should be able to get out to the Internet. Right.
2: Now you're connected wirelessly rather than hardwired. It, it, you clearly were connected hardwired before, which was a looks like a phone connection, but it's a little fatter than a phone connection. It's called RJ45.
7: Okay. Um, All right.
2: So that's obviously not working for whatever reason. Let's try to get you wirelessly. If wirelessly doesn't work, then it could be your Internet connection is down. You need to get the Frontier guys on site.
7: Oh, yeah. That's what I had thought, that maybe they really should come out and take a look at this. Yeah. Because, uh, as I say, you know, three, four times on the phone with them, and then Microsoft, that technician, took my computer over remotely. Mm -hmm. And um, he made all kinds of changes, and it just didn't seem to do How much
2: did that cost you, Joyce?
5: Wait a minute, wait a minute. If uh, if Microsoft was able to get into your computer remotely, you had a network connection to the
2: Internet. So, Joyce, and how much did that cost you?
7: It didn't cost me anything because I have a service contract with them.
2: So wait a minute. You're on the Internet. They connected in remotely for that to mm-hmm. work. You are connected.
7: R- right, yeah. But it's, the problem is eventually I can get connected, but I have to continue to go through these steps to get connected. Wow. See, that's what it. I can even, as I said, I have a lo- laptop. Yeah. I can get on, all right? I yeah. can do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah. I close, I, you know, I sign off. Yep. I close the lid, yep. all right? I can come back in an hour, try to get on again. I'll get the same message.
2: It's like it's not waking up, like the network card's not waking
7: mm-hmm. up. I don't know. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, it's different. If they're getting on remotely, Joyce, your Internet connection's working, Um have you done a speed test when you're actually working to see how fast your internet is? Maybe it's just a bad bad connection.
7: No, I haven't done that.
2: Run a speed test. Go to Xfinity Speed Test if you like or any other speed test you choose mm-hmm. and go see what you're getting. If you have really bad internet service, it could look like you're not connecting. However, that warning, that little red X warning where the wire is disconnected, is a symptom of a bad network connection. Mm-hmm. So your wired connection could be damaged. But for them to get in remotely, it means you're connected. It could okay. also be a DNS problem. If you just change your DNS settings to OpenDNS's IPs, which we've given out 80 billion times this morning, um, and choose those DNS settings, you might have better luck as well getting on the Internet rather than using Frontier settings.
7: Okay. All
2: right. Don't give them again, Bob. All
7: right. The link will be
2: out there for you guys to read about how to set those DNS settings up. But I think you could try that too. Mm-hmm. Um, or you need to bring your machine to have somebody take a quick peek at it to confirm what's broken on it, if there is anything broken
7: on it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Maybe to just, at this point to just have someone take a look at it and yeah. find out. You just
2: know, take a quick peek.
7: Going. Right, a quick peek. Right, yeah. okay.
2: All right, Joyce. All right. Don't okay. spend too much on it. It's five years old.
7: Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Okay. What, what What's the maximum I should spend?
2: Fifty bucks.
7: Fifty bucks. Just okay. to tell you
2: if you got a broken connection, and even that's a little bit much, but yeah. 50 okay. bucks.
7: Okay, all right. Thank you very much, all gentlemen. Right, yep. Okay, have a good day. You Bye-bye. too. Bye-bye.
2: Because as a Henry Ford's consultant always said, it really isn't the issue with the broken thing. It's where the where he marks the broken X on the, on the conveyor belt to show you where the problem is. That's why it's worth the guy knowing where the X is, not how long it took him to figure it out. <laughs> All right, let's try to get to uh, another call here quickly. We're going to go to Jack in Glastonbury, I guess. Hey, Jack, what's up?
8: Yeah, hi, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, hey, I got a quick question for you. Um, I want an, I'm want i doing these uh, backups, I talked to you earlier about it uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, alternating between hard drives, uh, portable okay. hard drives. Yeah. I, I want to know if I can put more than one full backup on a given hard drive, portable hard drive, or does it, this is Windows 7 backup, yeah. or does it throw the oldest uh, full backup away and, and replace it with the newest one?
2: Ah, Windows Seven backup. I'm not sure what what it'll do if you ask it to do a full backup. I, I would might think it's going to replace whatever's on that media. Okay. It might not. Add, it might not append to it. It may not give you a second to copy. It might just start it fresh because it's old Windows it Seven. Depends on what settings you choose. Yeah, and if you have space. Uh, yeah,
8: there sh- there should be enough space. The reason the reason for it is is like if I wanted to go, I do it every month. So yeah. if I wanted to go back say, three months to yep. pick up a file that I know wasn't there anymore, you know, and I needed it. Yeah. I, if the full backup would kind of like crush it, you know, it would be so, gone. So
2: you could run two different backup jobs. One backup A job that goes to a backup directory A on the on the um, hard drive, one backup B job that goes to directory B on the hard drive, and that would force it to work. Oh, okay. If you think about running two backup jobs, does that make sense? That way you don't have to worry about the software... Miss appending or wiping it away, you force yeah. job A, job B to separate directories, all that right, so should do it, if so you have if space.
8: I'm, if I create two, two, two uh, folders or directories on those drives, then yep. I can... And, you,
2: and you tell the target jobs to go to those different targets, A and B, that would yep. work all the time. Okay. Right. All right.
8: I'll give that a shot. All Thanks. right, Jack. Good luck.
2: Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Running down the wire here, trying to get all your calls in. Let's go to Tom in Harmington. Hey, Tom, what's up?
8: Hey guys, how are you doing? Doing okay. How are you? Hey, real quick follow up to what you talked about with the uh, antivirus yeah. and recommending not going to the freebies and paying for it. Yeah, um, I have Spectrum, and I'm sure I'm not sure about all the other providers: Comcast, Frontier, Verizon, et cetera. Yep, but they do provide a free uh, antivirus. Charter Spectrum is it's F secure. Okay. So are we? Are we? Is that good? Good enough, or should, are you saying we should invest in uh, mm. something else?
2: As long as it's not on your bill, as long as they're not charging you five or six bucks a month, because these companies are well known to rent you a modem for in Bob's case how much a month?
5: Uh <laughs> I got a modem and what you call a phone, whatever. It's yeah. Sixty bucks.
2: Yeah, so you, you, you be careful. It's free maybe now, but these guys live off renting something to you for more than it's worth. So if they're if yeah, it truly is free time and it's yeah. a and it's a commercial antivirus being offered Feel free to use it, right? The moment they start charging you five, six, eight bucks a month for it, run screaming because you can get it a whole lot cheaper yourself.
8: So I've been with Char- I've been with Charter, and then they were Spectrum. So I've been there for years, yeah. And it started with you get four free uh, copies
2: yeah. for your devices.
8: Now now it's up to ten. Okay, it doesn't sh- doesn't show up anywhere in my bill.
2: All right, and I can't complain with that, man. As long as you're comfortable yeah. with what else they're charging you, I mean, they're probably rank, you know, mixing it in there somewhere. As as
8: they're making it up somewhere.
2: Yeah, I'm but sure they're, paying, they're not going to lower they're not going to lower your <laughs> bill by having you not use it. So, no harm, no foul there. All as right. long as you don't see a separate charge for it that you're not comfortable with.
8: All right, cool. Great right. show, guys.
2: Thanks, Tom. All right, so yeah, I think by using a professional service is probably the best way to go. I don't know that we're going to be able to. Oh, we do. Uh, Matt's saying I got time. Scott, go ahead. What's going on with your your issues? in Manchester.
4: Hey, j- just real quick i was uh thinking of purchasing one of the amazon fire sticks yeah and i don't know a lot about them mm-hmm. i was just curious for the 40 dollars, is that a pretty good investment I- i'm pretty sure i can can load it myself too i've yeah. gone on some like youtube videos and it doesn't look like it takes a a college degree to, to no, load
2: it, but it, it's fine.
6: Uh, are they worth it if you spend a lot of time watching T V and Yeah. Yeah. If
2: you're if you're an Amazon Prime user, then you can get Amazon Prime, stream everything through there, rent some movies. Yeah. It's great. And thirty five bucks is about the same price as a uh, Chromecast from Google and probably similar to other competitors out there. If you're an Amazon customer already, why not?
4: Yes, I am actually already a customer. So Yeah. Yeah, go for it. All right. I appreciate the information and I love your
2: show, guys. All right, thanks Scott. All right. Thank you. Yep. Good luck. The only thing that I've noticed on my Amazon service is that I go to Prime. And the only thing I do—I don't buy really anything on Amazon. I, I don't hate—I hate shopping online because you get it in it's the wrong size or it doesn't work. I don't know. The picture wasn't exactly right, so I don't buy anything online. But I do rent movies. And you look at the rentals. It's almost like they know I rent movies. They're like, Ah, Eric's willing to pay four dollars a movie. Maybe he's willing to pay, pay five. Oh, you know, he likes this kind of movie. Maybe he's willing to pay six. But if it's Bob. I wonder if it's different for you. I wonder if they're getting into individual pricing for people renting movies. I don't know. I feel like they are. Maybe I'm wrong. I want to thank Matt for producing. I want to thank uh, all you guys for calling in. Mike G, I want to thank you for posting everything live over at ComputerTalkWithTab.com. If you want to get to everything we talked about. Also, if you follow us on Facebook over at uh, Tab Computer Systems, um, the news might get into your news feed. And if you follow us on Twitter at Tab Computer Systems, to we'll get over there as well. Thanks again. See you next week.